there's a good chance that you know what's causing your bloating. Whether it's the way you feel every time that you eat that specific thing or every time you wake up in the morning just not feeling your best, you probably have a good idea of what it might be. Yet most of us ignore it. And today is the day that we leave that behind. It honestly feels so great not to have to walk around all the time feeling like your stomach is five inches out in front of you because you're bloated. To feel like you need to pull up your jeans or your leggings even higher just to hold in your stomach or not have to feel discomfort throughout the course of the day every day. And in this podcast, I want to go through some ways in which we can overcome it and leave bloating in the past. So step one is to start with the foods that you believe are causing your intolerances or the ones that you know are already causing you challenges. So go for those first. They're going to be the easy, quick wins. If you know that you don't digest milk super well, but you're eating a ton of different dairy products on a day-to-day basis, that's probably going to be a good place to start. If you know that every time you eat bread, it is just that one thing that makes your stomach go crazy and you just don't feel good afterwards, that is the place where you want to begin. And those things should be fairly obvious to you. We'll get into the ones that might not be so obvious, but most of us will have a couple of things on our list that we know if we eat too much of, or even if we just eat a little bit of, it will make us feel uncomfortable. So that is the area to address first. And what you want to do first here is maybe just pull out one or two maximum because you want to see if they are genuinely causing a problem. If you know that these ones absolutely are causing a problem, then you could probably pull them out together. But you don't want to remove five or 10 things at once because you want to see what is actually causing the biggest problems here. Because I'm personally all about trying to consume as many foods as you can. And it might not be that you're crazy intolerant to bread and milk, but it might be that one is kind of triggering the other. And if you're having those both for breakfast, that's why you're feeling so rough. But if you removed one, you actually might feel good with a small amount of the other. So it's really worth doing these experiments and especially with quantities as well. I know in the past I had a lot of issues when I had an enormous amount of dairy. So if I had ice cream or a ton of cheesy pizza, that usually tends to cause me digestive discomfort. However, I can have normal milk in my tea or coffee. I can have cheese when it's not in crazy amounts on a pizza. So it was actually down to the amount versus the actual food per se as well because of most of these intolerances they range on a spectrum of highly highly sensitive which you might be with some to just lightly sensitive and then you might be able to get away with having a little bit of that food in your diet and it's amazing because then you don't have to remove it entirely and you might actually be able to keep that food in your diet with moderation once you've started doing that with the obvious foods now it's time to see how you get on with the non-obvious foods and be aware that these things can change in terms of you might have been eating something for your entire life up until this point, but actually it causes you digestive discomfort and bloating. And either it always has and you just didn't realize because maybe you've cleaned up your diet recently, you're feeling good in every other way, but you just can't seem to shake it. And that might be the reason why. And you've just never noticed because it's been masked by the other symptoms that you had of poor health before. Or for some reason or another, just like on some random years, you can develop hay fever out of nowhere when you didn't experience it all your life. That might be the same with this food as well. So start to experiment with things that you might have not expected. It might be a seasoning, a spice, a fruit or some form of veg as well that you actually didn't realize was causing the problem. And just because it's a healthy food doesn't mean you can't have digestive sensitivities to it. So start with pulling out those things bit by bit. Maybe you have an evening meal that you know causes you challenges. And in that meal, you have a garlic seasoning, you have some tomatoes, maybe you have some tofu as well. Start by pulling out the garlic seasoning and see how you feel. If you continue to feel a little bit rough, then maybe put that back in and then try and pull out the tomatoes. And this leads me to one of my last points, which is to track everything after the meal how do you feel 
one hour after, two hours after, the next morning when you wake up, how do you feel? If you're feeling significantly better, that might be a sign that you've found a food or a spice or a seasoning. And also a side point as well, sweetness can cause a lot of issues to people as well. So it could be something that lives within your protein powder. So it might not be whey protein per se, but it might be a specific sweetener. So you might want to try changing brands as well. That could be a worthwhile thing to do as well if you don't want to remove that thing. And once again, I always want to come back to trying to eat as many foods as possible. So don't look to just eliminate it straight away. If there is an alternative, try out that alternative. But if you found that after trying countless brands of something, you still don't get on with it, remove it and try and replace it with something that's a little kinder to your digestion. However, if it's something that you can't live without, try bringing it in incrementally. So rather than having this thing three to four times a day and in high quantities as well, reduce the frequency, reduce the quantity and see how your body responds. Maybe you get a very, very minor response or no response whatsoever because it was just down to the frequency and the severity and your body was able to adapt to that amount. If that is, amazing. But if it continues to cause you problems, then you've just got to choose whether you want to fight that battle or not. And that's what it ultimately comes down to. You may eliminate everything out of your diet that makes you feel that way, but you might want to keep that in from time to time. Or you know that on occasions you'll go and have ice cream and it might just be once every every couple of months or once a month or something along those lines and you're willing to face the consequences of that and that's what it all comes down to but I don't want you to continue ignoring something that makes you feel terrible it's time to start taking action and that will lead you to a much much better place with how you feel how you look your comfort on a day-to-day basis I guarantee you if you look into this you will feel 10 times better so I hope that helps team have an amazing week ahead take care and I'll speak to you all very very soon And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.